man, and yet he, he speaks to us in a mighty way. What a worshipful spirit today. It's a reason to celebrate. Amen. Amen. And we had a home going yesterday and a celebration yesterday for Nicole's mother. Amen. On home to be with the Lord. And uh, just want to thank Sister Reynolds and her team for such a tremendous job in feeding the family. Thank you for that. Praise God. Amen. And uh, Sister Ward, did, did you write that, Sister Ward? Was that we? It was very, brother, awesome, the presentation from our church. Amen. So touching and representing you. Praise God. Such a great, great honor. Amen. We've got another home going. Amen. Sister Mary's son Gil's gone on to be with the Lord. And we're glad the family's here today. Praise God. We have hope with Christ. One man had put it, it's like, you know, when he, the Lord mentioned Lazarus, he said, Lazarus sleepeth. And uh, disciples misunderstood. They said, well, Lord, if he sleepeth, leave him alone. That's good. And he said, no, no, Lazarus is dead, but I go to waking. Amen. And for the believer, for the believer, amen, death is going to sleep. Praise God. But he's going to wake us up one day. When that trumpet sounds, the dead in Christ shall rise first. Hallelujah. God is so good. I said the Lord's good. Praise God. Well, let's give him a hand praise. Why don't you stand and worship him one more time? sister-in-law that uh, married married to my brother. She was my favorite sister-in-law. Well, she was my only sister-in-law, so wasn't much competition there. <laughs> my brother's gone on to be with the Lord. At uh, 52, the Lord took him home. And, um, but uh, she uh, had come from a different persuasion. She wasn't Pentecostal. And uh, she had come from a different persuasion. And Freddie got back into church and took her there in Portland. I was in Portland, Oregon. Amen. She just, she just didn't know about all this worship. At church, going to church there was, you know, uh, you were to be quiet. You know. In other words, they were respectful. I didn't know worship was disrespectful, but anyways. But um, anyways, uh, she just, you know, she just wasn't, that just wasn't for her. She just wasn't emotional like that. So they got into some business venture. How many's ever heard of Amway? I guess they put on, some of you are like, oh boy. They put on this big convention every year, I guess. And while they're at this convention, I mean, they're getting into it about making money and getting your business and you're going to make money and then you're going to be able to buy that boat you want, that house you want, that car you want, you know, and all that. And, and that's exciting, you know, if you're working for it. Can you say praise the Lord? <laughs> and I mean, it's like everybody's up and jumping up and down and shouting because they're excited. I mean, they're pumping them up about Amway. And my sister-in-law was just 
I mean with it. And finally, my brother said, told her, said, you know, isn't it a little funny? You can really shout and jump for Amway. But when the Lord has saved your soul and promised you streets of gold and a mansion over yonder, you can't shout and jump for that. And you know that turned her around. She got baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And she would shout and praise the Lord. Because look what the Lord has done. He healed my body. Are you with me today? Now, I've worked all night. If I can shout, you can shout. <laughs> Amen. I said, he healed my body. He touched my mind. Well, he saved me just in time. It's Resurrection Sunday. You can be born again today. You can be delivered from trespasses and sins. Oh, let's praise him one more time and thank him for all he's done for us. Woo, glory. Why don't you just turn around, shake your neighbors, and say, he's risen. Amen. He is risen. He's alive. He's alive. Praise God. Alive forevermore. He's never going to die again. Hallelujah. He conquered death, hell, and the grave. He took the keys. And we can rejoice. Because we believe. This we believe. I said this we believe. We are not men and women without hope. We have hope today. Hallelujah. Hope of eternal life. Amen. Amen. If you remain standing, turn in your Bibles to Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 16. And then we're going to go to John chapter 9. St. John chapter 9, verses 4 and 5. But Genesis 1 and verse 16. Amen. Sister Mary, I, I remember when my brother passed away and my mom was at our house and, and uh, I asked her, I said, Mama, are you going to church today? And she said, where else would I go, son? Amen. And she came and I just want you to know that this church loves you and your family. Amen. And your son's gone on to his reward. Praise God. She helped usher him over into glory. So we have that hope, praise God. But you being here in the house of the Lord, your family loves you, praise God. Amen. And just reminded me of my mother as she came to church that Sunday. Because she said, I still love Jesus. Amen. Our hope is in him and I'm going to be with the family of God. Praise God. So, amen. But we have not forgot. We know. And, and uh, she had come yesterday. Praise God. And just to be a support. And maybe some of you haven't lost someone so close and all that. But that's not always easy. 
but we thank God for the power that he gives us and the hope that he gives us. Amen. We're thankful that you're here today. Amen. Praise God. I love the Lord. I need him more than ever in my life. Can't make it without him. I'm just a man. Just some of you, um, I astonish at your faith, your walk with God. Praise God, and I thank you for that. Amen. Just like you need somebody to look to, I need somebody to look to. And I'm glad I've got a body of believers right here. We're not perfect by far. I guarantee you, you probably won't find a place in this city that people where they love God more than in this place right here. Amen. That are trying to live for the Lord. Amen. And such a servant attitude. I appreciate that. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 16. It said, Then God made two great lights. Everybody say, two great lights. Now back then, they didn't know about planets. They didn't know the sun was a planet. They didn't know, or what we would call a star, I guess. And that the moon. They didn't know about that. They just saw two great lights. Two great lights. As far as they know, it could have been a light bulb. Okay. But, it, but these two great lights, they understood this. The greater light to rule the day. And the lesser light to rule the night. We call the lesser light the what? The moon. The moon. To rule the night. Amen. Then it just says, <laughs> isn't it funny how it just says, and he made the stars also. There they are. Billions and billions of them. Praise God. He created with his word, didn't he? Hallelujah. John 9. John chapter 9. Quickly here, and I'll let you be seated. Praise God. John chapter 9, verse 4. And five, and as you're turning there, there is cake after service, and the children will be having their egg hunt. It'll be a good time of fellowship. Four and five of John chapter nine, Jesus said, I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Everybody say day. day. The night is coming when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Is Jesus in your world? We need a light to rule the night. Will you put your, lay your Bibles down, just lay them down. Let's ask God's light to shine in this place today, would you? Lord Jesus, we're so thankful for this Sunday, God, hallelujah, that we every week recognize the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Every day, Father, we thank you for it. We want you to rule in our hearts and in our lives and shine in this place. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy. And everybody said in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Give the Lord a hand praise. And you may be seated in Jesus' name. The light to rule the night. The light to rule the night. How many have seen the moon these past, well, actually even last night? Call it a blue moon. I think of that good old song that probably most of you know. Blue moon of Kentucky. <laughs> Keep on shining. 
shine on the one I love. How many knows that song? How many grew up hearing that song? Yeah, but you know, brother. <laughs> Some of you just looking there, what's he singing? Getting sacrilegious on us. <laughs> Praise God. Blue moon of Kentucky. It's been a it's been a blue moon. And there's a few songs on Blue Moon. What's different about this year that's not going to happen till 2037 again is there's been actually two blue moons. And the next one won't be till the year 2037. And if you've looked outside, you've seen how beautiful it is. What is a blue moon? A blue moon is that second moon that comes out. It's not necessarily that it's the color blue, but you have a full moon and, and two moons, uh, or two full moons in a month. And that second is called a blue moon. How I many knows the moon has power? It affects our tides. It affects the world. A gravitational pull. It's an amazing, amazing thing and, and man has actually landed on the moon now you'd never have convinced my grandfather of that he did not believe that but uh, I do believe it I believe that man did land on the moon amen and you know what I got news for you it's not made of cheese <laughs> see they just didn't know they in fact they didn't know when they landed on the moon they thought there might have been so much dust there that the astronauts would kind of mire down in all the dust that was laying on the moon. They just weren't sure. They'd never been there, but they discovered that, no, it's not got feet of dust or, you know, several yards of dust on it. But they weren't sure because nobody, nobody had ever been there. Amen. Why does Easter fall on a different day every year like Christmas is December 25th no matter what day but why does Easter fall on a different day each year well springtime begins when spring begins it is the first Sunday Easter is the first Sunday after the full moon. That's why it falls on a different day. It's not because of paganism. It's because of the full moon. And when we have a full moon, it is as bright a light shining in the darkness. How many has been outside lately in the full moon? And it's been pretty bright out, hasn't it? Even though it's night, but that moon is out and it's it's shining that light onto the earth. And it doesn't get any brighter at night than when there is a full moon. No matter how many stars are out. In fact, we've been able to see this month, it's kind of amazing what's going on in the heavens. Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn have all been visible by the naked eye. Probably not in the Metroplex. Because of all the light, what they call light pollution. But you're able to see Mercury, Venus, and Mars, and Jupiter. All these planets are visible with the naked eye this month. It's, it's amazing the Bible says the heavens declare his glory. I said the heavens declare his glory. Amen. It was the three wise, well, I said three. The Bible doesn't say there were three. It was the wise men that saw his star in the heavens, praise God. They looked at the celestial body and they saw that something has taken place on the earth amen that he who was promised amen to eve after the fall has finally come to earth 
Amen. And he was born in a manger. And we call it, we call it Christmas. But they understood by what was going on in the celestials that something great was going on. And might I say that what's going on in the celestials right now might be the, the way God is trying to tell us something great is going to happen. Something great is coming upon the earth. Hallelujah. Hey, Life Tabernacle, it might be revival. Praise God. Amen. Amen. And so, it's not superstition. It's, it's the fact that we understand God controls everything. Praise the Lord. Jesus had made a statement one time. He said, as long as he was in the world, he was the light of the world. But he also said this. He said, we are the light of the world. Now, if any if you know anything scientifically about the moon, how many knows that the moon does not have light ability on its own? It gets its light from the sun. And when the sun hits the moon, it reflects the light of the sun upon the earth. Amen. So when Jesus says we are the light of the world, we understand that we are not the source of the light. But we are the reflection of the light. See, the moon represents the church, if you please. If I can put it that way. When, when Joseph had his dream, and he dreamed about the sun and the moon and the stars, and, and they bowed before him... Amen. That was a representation of Israel. Praise God. It wasn't talking about the literal sun, moon, and stars bowing before him, but it represented something. And, and his brothers knew. They got angry about it. And his dad kind of was wondering what these dreams were about. We're going to bow to you. But what it represented, there was a nation coming. Anytime you read in the Bible, we, well, you know, we read in the Bible, the sun's going to be dark and the moon's going to give her blood or, or turn to blood and the stars are going to fall from heaven. We in Western thought like to take that as literal. I remember it used to scare me when I'd see a blood moon. How many's ever seen a blood moon? We were coming home from Cedar Point one time, which is a big amusement park in Ohio, and, and, and we were driving home at night after we'd gone to that park as a church group in the van, and we looked out and, and went, whoa. You know, we're teenagers. Whoa. Look at the moon. It's red. You know, the Bible says it's going to turn to blood. Well, there was one boy on there, Rob Arts, Robbie Arts. He hadn't got the Holy Ghost yet. He hadn't given. He said, huh? He said, what? You know, it's turning to blood. Boy, you could just tell he was scared to death. Jesus was coming back, and he wasn't ready. It wasn't long he got the Holy Ghost and got baptized. The Bible says some of us are saved by fear. <laughs> But I'm here to tell you, the, the, the moon's not going to literally turn to blood. Amen. I'm, what that often represents is change in government. There's a change coming. Praise God. And one day there is a change coming. And the Lord's going to come back. And he sets up that everlasting kingdom. <laughs> Praise God. But, but you see in the Bible, it represents. It's a light. It rules the night, the moon is supposed to rule the night. We reflect just as the moon reflects the light of the S-U-N. We, the church, you and I collectively and individually are to reflect the light of the S-O-N. Will you clap your hands to the Lord? Hallelujah. I'm not Jesus but bless God if I can reflect Jesus in a dark world. Hallelujah. That's what the resurrection's all about. Amen. Just as the moon reflects us. No sun, no moonlight. No S-O-N. There's no light within us. Our purpose is not to lead you to worship us. 
Our purpose is to lead you to worship him who reflects off of us. To Jesus. Everybody say Jesus. But Jesus made a statement in John. And we read it. He said, the night cometh when no man can work. In other words, it's going to get dark. There's not going to be any light. No man will be able to work. And, and can I say this? It did come. It did come. I, I'm, I'm saying that right. I'm not saying it's coming. I said it did come. And I'll tell you, it came when Jesus was crucified. Hallelujah. 2,000 years ago. And he hung on that cross. Praise God. And the Bible says they laid him in a grave. And he laid there for three days and three nights. He said just like Jonah was in the well, the belly of the big fish, the whale. Jesus called it a whale in the New Testament. Amen. He said so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. And I'm telling you when he was in the heart of the earth, the sun, S-O-N, did not shine. But it was night and hell rejoiced. Hell rejoiced. Those that crucified him thought he was gone. They did away with this bright light that brought pain to their lives and exposed who they really were. See, if you don't stay in the light, you'll never adjust to the light. You'll either turn the light back off, and that's what they tried to do. They tried to turn the light off through crucifying him. And hell rejoiced and would have continued to rejoice. But the problem was, he said, I'm not staying in the grave. You tear this temple down, and in three days, I'll rise it up again. In other words, I'm coming back, praise God. And three days later, and that's what we're celebrating today. In fact, Pentecostals just don't celebrate it once a year. We really celebrate it every day. Hallelujah. Amen. Some people say, why don't you make such a big, big, big deal about it? I'll tell you why. We make a big deal about it every week, every day. That's why we're here. Because we believe he rose from the dead. Will you stand and worship him right now? Praise him a moment. He is risen. He is alive. Say he's alive. He's shining bright. I said he's shining bright. He's alive. Look at your neighbor and say, he's alive. Hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you, Jesus. He rolled that stone away. He come out of that grave. And he remains on high. He ascended into heaven. The Bible lets us know he was here 40 days. Showed himself alive by many infallible proofs. The disciples doubted. I don't get I upset when people doubt. The disciples doubted. Even Thomas said, I'm not believing till I put my touch those scars. And, and, and there he walked with Jesus and heard Jesus. And, and so he said, I, they doubted. So I don't get upset when people doubt. Amen. But Jesus came and he showed himself by many infallible proofs that he was alive, that he was risen from the dead. Amen. And I don't have to convince you of that, but he ascended after 40 days. He ascended into heaven in a cloud. The Bible says that, and he told them to go to Jerusalem and wait for the power from on high. Or the Holy Ghost, if you please. Amen. And some people say seven, seven to ten days later, depending if you count the three days in the grave, seven to ten days later, the Holy Ghost was poured out on the day of Pentecost. And who is the Holy Ghost? It's very simple, folks. It's Jesus in you. 
Hallelujah. He said, I won't leave you comfortless. I'm going to come back in you, be with you. Amen. And not just in physical, not in physical, but in spirit, praise God. So that now he doesn't, wherever he's at, physically he could only be in one place at one time. But spiritually he can be in all of us at the same time. Amen. But it's Jesus in you, the hope of glory. Now it's obvious that there is still a lot of darkness in our world. But when he ascended into heaven, he did not leave us without light. He did not leave, if I can put it this way, the earth, the world. And when I say world, I mean the darkness of this world, the wickedness of this world. He did not leave it without light. Amen. And that light that he left it with is the church, if you please. He said, be like a city that's set on a hill. Amen. Men don't light a candle and put it under a bushel. But you set it out so that it can light the way for others so they can see. You put a city on a hill so that they can see it and where to go. Amen. Can I tell you who the church is? The church is a city. The church is that new Jerusalem. Praise God. Come down out of heaven. Amen. Amen. And the Bible says in Genesis that he gave, that he gave. Now you got to understand that it's just not given us, a, in fact, it's not, Genesis is not a scientific book. And it's not giving us a scientific lesson, but everything that Old Testament talks about is really pointing to the spiritual. Things start in the physical, but it's pointing to the spiritual. Can you say praise the Lord? He said, uh, Paul wrote, said, first is the, is the physical and then the spiritual comes. Amen. But what was the first Adam of the earth? But what was the second Adam? Jesus from heaven spiritual praise God I said spiritual and so it says when it says that he gave the lesser light to to rule the night it's not just talking about the darkness though that is real and that is true but there's a deeper meaning to it amen and I believe it talks about the church praise God that is to be a light in a dark world amen Thank you, Joe. Praise God. It's my biggest fan. Praise God. 70 years old, comes into the church and gets baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Hallelujah. I even saw him doing a little dancing up here. Praise God. Amen. Don't you get your old haughty, haughty eyes Would to God we'd all dance like that. Would to God we'd all rejoice like that. But to whom much is forgiven, much is appreciated. And when you come to the realization that he's not just forgiven me of the sins I've committed, he's forgiven me of the sins that I will commit, praise God. Hallelujah! Which gives me no excuse not to praise him. Oh, I love him today. He wants us to express that love and appreciation. Amen. Amen. Somebody said, well, you Pentecostals don't believe in dancing. Yes, we do. We just got a new partner. It's Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated real quick. Let me just give this little instruction. We better make church spiritual. We better make it where people want to come and, you know, oh, look at that circus going on. <laughs> Let me tell and, and encourage your kids to worship. You're not getting the car keys unless I see you up dancing at the altar. <laughs> Is that physical first? You want, you want the physical, you better be spiritual. 
I better see you at the altar. He's still crazy. I better see you worshiping at the altar. You wanted some privileges. <laughs> Why? Because I was mean and cruel? No, because we know where the source of the light comes from. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And we, we better be the exciting place to come to and the fun place to come to. I mean, there's times that we repent and cry, and, and that's good. But the Bible says there's also a time to laugh and a time to rejoice. And if we make church drudgery, can't do anything. Well, we can't do anything out in the world. We better be able to do some things in church. Can you show? Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. I get to worship. I get to praise God. We get to have some fun at church. Amen. Light. Light. That's why we kind of have, we like to have the egg hunt and all that. Because it's fun. And it gives our children a story of, of what the resurrection is. I was just talking to man this morning. It, it gives that story. That chicken came out of that. Well, well, wait a minute. Where's that in the Bible? You don't read a lot of stuff in the Bible that proclaims there's a God. The Bible says you, you don't even need a Bible. Did you know that? You don't need a Bible to know there's a God. How'd the Indians figure out there's a great spirit? Amen. The Bible says the heavens declare his glory. Nature tells you that there's a God so that the heathen is without excuse. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's in the Bible. Amen. Oh, you just make everything about God. Who else is there? Who else is there? Hallelujah. Amen. So I want them to have some good memories. I said, I want them to have some good memories. Amen. I, my, some of the good memories I remember is the family and Christmas time. And, and, and those things where the family got together. We Westerners, we're not so family oriented. We need to be. Now there's darkness out there. And he gave that lesser light to rule what? When does the moon shine the brightest? Yeah, at night. At 2 a.m. <laughs> 2 a.m. <laughs> Let's all stay up till 2. <laughs> we'll find out, won't we? When it's a full moon, it shines the brightest. Not when it's a quarter moon. How many remember seeing, how many got to see the solar eclipse? Not the solar eclipse, the lunar eclipse. Which happens every, I'm not sure how many years, but, but when the moon was darkened, it got dark. Do you know how that happened? Everybody said, I don't want to say something. I might be wrong. It's when the earth gets in between the sun and the moon. And it darkens the light of the moon because the sun can't penetrate through the earth to get to the moon. Can I tell you the only thing that will put the church's light out is worldliness. Jesus said, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. Don't let the cares of this life Amen. Separate you from the love of God. Amen. And it's when the world 
gets a hold of you that it can darken the light of the moon. Amen? You know how monkey trappers get uh, in Africa catch monkeys? I thought this was very interesting. They'll find a termite mound. I don't know if you've ever seen those termite mounds in Africa. Did we see any of those over? I think we saw a few in that park. They're huge. They're like a, a big... Well, them monkeys, they, they like... The second time we went, uh, Brother Reynolds, he went to Kenya the first time, and then Kristen went... The, the second time we went, we got to walk out. There were monkeys all around us. Now, a guy had a gun with him. Amen, just in case. I was hoping if one jumped on me, he wouldn't shoot the monkey and me too. <laughs> but it was kind of funny because we got, you remember that guy with the gun? And, 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 okay. Uh, yeah, when we walked down that path and, and, and we, you walk down this path, they let you out of the vehicle and you walk down this path. Well, they got lions and tigers and bears and everything in there, you know. And, and you were, see, next trip to Africa, who wants to go? Amen. And, and so what, but the second time we walked down and this didn't happen I wasn't expecting it next thing I know man there's monkeys all over the place and, and they got their babies their mothers on their hip I mean they're like little people I, they're just they're just watching us and I didn't dare feed them you know or anything because they jump right on you but anyway they're, they're, wa they're watching you as much as you're watching them they're probably thinking Look at that thing. And, and, and so we're watching them, and, 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 we watch, and they didn't bother us, and we didn't bother them. But it was kind of neat, you know, to see them just caring for their young and all around us, and we got to walk right in between them. But how a trapper catches a monkey is they'll get one of the big termite mounds, and they'll drill a hole in that termite mound and they're real hard almost I guess like concrete but they'll drill that hole in there and where that monkey can get his hand in there and they'll put either candy or or something the monkey likes and they'll, they'll place it in that hole and that monkey can while his hands empty he can get his hand in that hole but once he puts that candy or whatever's in there in his hand and clenches his fist, he, he can't get it out. And then they, no, I'm not going to say what they do because you guys accuse me of being cruel. So I said, but anyway, but, but he, he, he can't, all he has to do, Brother Ward, is open his hand and let it go. You'd think he'd know that. He's not smart enough. He's got that candy and he, he let that stomach, and he, that, that carnality, that Esau spirit, amen, that says, I ain't going to let it go, even though it's got me trapped, even though I can't get out of my dilemma, even though my life is miserable, even though I know I need God, I can't let this worldliness go. I can't let this candy in my life go until the enemy gets him. Amen. I'm telling you, the only thing that can keep you from God from the light shining is worldliness. Oh, let's stand and praise Him. Hallelujah. There's some things I've got to let go of. If I want the light to shine on me, I've got to get it out of the way so that the sun can come through. Shine in my life. And not for myself, but a reflection for the dark world that we live in. This world needs some light, church. They need some people that don't let the world become more important to them than God. That'll let that light through to shine on them, to reflect on a dark world so that others that want to find their way to Him can. Our world is dark and our world needs some light in 2018. Can you say praise the Lord? This world, this world could make, just, just a few minutes standing, I'm done. About 15 more minutes. <laughs> it's still early. But anyways.
This world wants to darken your soul. I think of Joseph. Dreams he had of a future. You know, Joseph in the Old Testament, Jacob's son. God never showed him what was coming in between. But his brothers hated him, sold him into slavery. And then he was falsely accused of a woman that was a lie. And he got thrown in prison. She was part of that Me Too movement, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think a woman can't lie. The Bible says a woman scorned is a... That's what the Bible, a woman scorned. And she was scorned. Joseph had refused her. And she lied on him. And they threw him in prison. And Potiphar believed his wife. And there he's gone from slave to prisoner. Tell you what, a lot of bitterness can get in your heart. A lot of darkness can get there. A lot of resentment can get there. And darken your soul. You don't know the way I was raised, Brother Coiner. You don't know what happened to me when I was young. No, I don't. And just like Joseph, who suffered wrongfully at the hands of his brother. Amen. And many of us have suffered things of injustice. And in this world, God is just. But in this world, injustice oftentimes reigns. Amen. But he's not given us without hope. Amen. And just like Joseph, we've got to keep our eyes on the sun. We've got to keep our eyes on God. And despite it all, Joseph doesn't get bitter. Amen. He doesn't get resentful. He doesn't get this hatred within his heart against the Egyptians. Come on, somebody. But he allows God to shine in his heart. And through that, God is able to use him to save not only Egypt, but Israel and his own brothers because the light still shined in darkness. Hallelujah. I want that light to shine in my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've got to step out from the shadow of the world and let Jesus shine in my heart. And it might mean I've got to forgive some people. Or I might have to ask some people to forgive me. Amen. But I don't want anything to keep me out of the light of the sun. Because I've got children. Amen. That need to be able to see their way to the S-O-N. And it's going to take the light of the moon to do it in this dark world. Hallelujah. This dark world. You got your children and they need to see some people that love God. I'm in church because of two men weren't related to me, but they let their light shine. One of them was Brother Ellis who preached a while, uh, a couple months ago. And the other I just had lunch with a month ago. Those two men as I was a young man. And even though but the decks, I, I, I let the world separate me at one time after I got into church. Those two men still let that light shine in their life. And you know what I was able to do? As a rebellious young man, I was able to find my way back to Jesus. Because somebody, somebody let the sun and so and shine in their life and give a reflection in my dark world and say, come this way, come this way. Hallelujah. How many this Resurrection Sunday want the sun to shine in your life? He can today. Maybe your, dark, your world has been awfully dark. Maybe this is the first time you've been in a church like this and, and you've never felt what you felt. And you've never seen this before. Or maybe you have seen it before, but you've been touched in a different way. I want you to know that's the sun reflecting off his church and shining a light to you saying I love you I want you 
follow the light. Guy used to tell me at work all the time. He was, he was a little off. He, he was a good guy, but he had been on drugs so heavy in his life. And, and that's one reason to stay off drugs, young people. It will, it will kill these brain cells. Even to the point where you don't even know who you really are. Because it's darkness. But, but, but he became a Christian. And he'd tell me this. He said, Andy, even the bugs go to the light. Even the bugs are attracted to the light. I was that bug. Hallelujah. I was that bug. And he opened his arms. And he didn't burn me up, although he burns the dross out of us. He burns the worldliness out of us. Praise God. But only so that gold can shine. Hallelujah. What a great day to give your life to Jesus. What a great day to rededicate your life to Jesus. What a great first day of the week to say, you know what? I'm not going to be lukewarm anymore. I'm going to let my light shine at school. I'm going to let my light shine at work. Amen. I'm going to get the world out of the way. And I'm going to let the sun shine on me. If you feel that way today, this altar's open to you. Let's just kind of, let's just kind of say, you know, if you come into this altar, it's like saying, you know what? I'm stepping out of the shadows and I'm getting into the sunlight. Praise God. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. Jesus loves you. We've all had to come to that light. Oh, let's praise him. Let's worship him. Hallelujah. Just come lifting your hands to him. Open yourself to his light. Open yourself to his love.